Welcome, everyone, to the Rise of the Four Dorksmen. It's a pleasure to be here with you. It's our very first time here with you. Uh, my name is Clint, and I'm joined by a few other dorksmen who would like to introduce themselves right now. All right, so that'll be me first. So this is Joey, or a.k.a. Beef Squatch, as some people know me. Beef Squatch. Uh, I'm Nate. Uh, a lot of you will know me as Angry Nate on Twitter. And I am Ryan, a.k.a. Asian Tony Stark. That's right. Sorry, it's guys, no the- glasses on today, but it's all good. <laughs> Well, Edith needed a break too. We, we yes. get it. So that's yes. okay. Well, I'm, I'm at, at Collector Clan on Twitter and everywhere else. And in fact, uh, the Four Dorksmen are going to be all over social media as well. I'm sure you're all surprised to hear that. I believe, uh, Nate, do you know all those locations for us? Uh, yes. Uh, we've got our Twitter at uh, the underscore Dorksman. And I believe our Instagram is also the same, uh, the underscore Dorksman. Um, so yeah, just feel free to hit us up on there. We'll probably post our schedule and kind of when we release and stuff. And we've got some awesome artwork on the way. So, yes, you know, absolutely. look out for that. It's going to be pretty, I think it's going to be awesome. So Very cool. So um, do, we have any, do we have an email address? Uh, yes. Uh, the underscore dorksman at gmail.com, I believe is what it is. So anything and everything you guys want to reach out to us on all these very popular social channels and, of course, email, please do, as we would love to hear from you. We'll even take constructive criticism. Uh, no trolls, but, you know, we might play with you, too. Who knows? So we'd love to hear from you. So please interact. That's going to make this even better for all of us. So that's who we are. But what are we doing? You might be wondering that. So allow us to introduce ourselves. We are literally for we're more nerds, but dork sounds better for what we're doing. But we're four nerds who actually have been interacting for quite some time via social media, Twitter, etc. And recently we were all able to actually hang out at San Diego Comic-Con and Funko Fun Days. And since then we've been chatting, hanging out even more, and we decided it was time to get together and share our thoughts with all of you vocally here on this podcast. What else can I add to that, gentlemen? Uh, I was just going to tell the story of kind of how the idea was born i guess for the podcast when we were initially in our chat leading up to fun days and we were talking about uh, pineapple on pizza or not which seems to be a, a large debate uh, amongst our group all the time uh, whether that's I, I, everybody who's a nerd talks about this way too much if you ask me but or maybe not enough maybe well, not enough <laughs> fair um, enough so anyway, so it was just kind of mentioned, I think, in joking one day between uh, myself and Ryan, and I think Nate jumped in on that as well, uh, just talking about how it would be cool to have a, a podcast. And I think the initial joke was it would be, you know, around you know pineapple and pineapple lore and all that kind of stuff, which obviously was a, a joke, but you know, kind of I guess snowballed from there into an actual idea that was discussed more at length when we actually uh, met up at Fun Days. So that's kind of the, I guess, the seed that was planted way back when for it. Yeah, that is the gist of it. All came off of pineapple. And for everybody that does follow the Funcast fairly regularly, shout out to Sean Logan, a.k.a. Afro Freddy, who I believe is actually the first person to actually pose the question to Sully back in like February. You know, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And, you know, shout out to Sully and the crew. I don't know if they're ever going to catch this and listen, but... We are all definitely big fans of Funko, so that's what oh, pretty much yes, brought us that, together. You know, speaking of fun yes, days, absolutely. And I, I, it's funny. I know you guys 
only can hear us, but there's a bunch of visual so we can see each other. And everybody has their pops in the background. We're all trying to do our flex here as we as we discuss and talk. But yep. um, definitely Funko has brought us together. But that's not the only thing that brought us together. The nice thing is that um, we're all nerds and we're all in pop culture, at least in some facet. And that's going to be really nice in some of these discussions we're going to have upcoming because some of us are more into one thing. Some of us are going to learn from the others and vice versa as time goes on. So it's really going to be exciting. And I think fun to listen to, not only for us, but for anybody who who is kind enough to join our podcast listening. So this first episode, you know, you, you, for anyone that listens to podcasts regularly, you know, the first pop episode is a little, I don't want to say rough. It's just different. It's like a pilot episode of a television show. We're going to try some things out. We're going to talk. We're going to see how it goes. But we're not going to stick to our typical format that we're planning. And we're actually going to spend some time introducing ourselves so you know what you're getting into and then next episode, we'll start really getting into what we want to talk about, what we want to share, and really what we plan on doing. So hopefully, and no offense to anybody listening or anybody here, this is going to be our worst podcast ever. Okay. Agreed. I'm just going to yeah, say that. More out than now. likely. So, so we're only going to go up from here. So please uh, enjoy what you hear and, and stick with us because we're going to talk about a lot more. So um, with all that said kind of think of this as a first date and what we're going to do is we're going to share some of what we do what we like what we are into and therefore what we can bring to the table and really go on from there so like i said we're going to be talking pop culture everything and there's going to be even things that i think all four of us know nothing about but we're still going to figure out a way to talk about it when the time comes but in the meantime we're really going to stick to a couple key um key categories i guess you could say of pop culture everything from and i'm reading off a list here collectibles movies tv video games music um and just general kind of stuff so uh with that said i'm gonna how about we go around the table again we'll go from east to west just to keep it consistent and let's find out some of our favorites like we would on a first date all right so let's start with like we said funko brought us all together so let's really look at collectibles here and i'll start with joey joey what is your favorite and this doesn't have to be Funko, but I have a feeling it will be for all four of us. But what is your favorite collectible of all time? Uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be definitely Funko. Um, you know, obviously, when I was a kid, uh, you know, back 80s, that, that's when I was uh, growing up was in the 80s. And that was not a thing that was around. So I guess if I'm going back to what was some of the first stuff that I collected, uh, it would probably be Transformers, uh, the G1 stuff, yeah. uh, Ninja Turtles. Like, I'm thinking back all the way to, I don't know if any of y'all remember, but the first Ninja Turtle toys that came out had the soft rubber heads mm-hmm. to them, yep. hard plastic heads. So that's how you know they're they're like OG Ninja Turtle toys. Yeah. Uh, and then a little Star Wars. Um, I, I still remember uh, having a few of those, but not as many as the as the other categories. But I, I'd say that was probably my original collectibles that I got into. But definitely right now, Funko is the big thing that I'm into. Uh, and actually, my son's the one that got me into it. Uh, he started collecting probably five or six years ago. Um, my daughter slowly moved into it a couple of years ago and it was just something, honestly, I just I held off on because I knew as soon as I got into it, it was going to be the whole part. <laughs> and so I held off and held off and held off. And, and now here I am probably, I don't know, close to 200 pieces or so in my collection of Funko stuff. And that's, that's my main line. I have a few things here, there of other, uh, you know, I have one tiny ghost. I have, uh, some cryptozoic stuff, but for the most part, it's, it's Funko all the way. So is that 200 piece collection just yours or does that include your kids as well? Uh, no, that's just mine. That's just, just my yours. stuff. Wow. Yes. Very cool. Okay. So out of all of that, pick one piece. That's your favorite. 
who I'd probably <laughs> have to say the social media Freddy. Uh, ah, good answer. Of, I think it's because what it stands for and how hard, uh, you know, uh, worked, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, to get that. Um, I actually got it off of a Twitch um, giveaway oh. that they were having for their gaming streams. So that's how I finally won, won mine. And, and uh, both of my kids actually ended up with one as well. I don't nice. know if I told that nice. story or not. But my daughter wrote into the Kids Corner. So she was the first one of the three of us to get it. Uh, and then I got mine from a giveaway and my son got, uh, his when we went to, uh, fan expo in Dallas and, uh, they were, the social media team was there, Dima and Hillary and, and Sully, and they were doing a giveaway for it. And we were in a booth looking at pops to buy. And I had kept my hand on my phone because I told McGuire, I was like, you know, they're going to probably be doing some giveaways. So as soon as we see that tweet from Funko, we've got to go. And I saw the tweet. We came out of the booth and they were literally right around the corner. Like I went up to Sully, tapped him on the back. I was like, hey, we're here for the for the <laughs> Freddy. And he looked at his stopwatch because he had a stopwatch going on in his phone. And he was like, that is a new record. That was under 10 seconds. Nice. So now <laughs> everybody. It works out That's very right. good. Yep. Uh, and you, your son's name is, is McGuire. Is that what you said? Yes. Like cool Mark name. McGuire just spelled different. Yeah. Mm. All right. So like, like Mark McGuire just spelled different. I like it better as a first name than a last name personally. But anyway, very cool. That's a great answer. Um, damn, I should have had you go last apparently. But anyway, <laughs> um, I guess I'll go next since we're moving, like I said, east to west. So I've been a collector my entire life. You know, when you're young, there's not a lot you can collect in the sense of how, how expensive it can get or even access to whatever you're looking for. I, I remember McDonald's toys. The Happy Meal toys were always something I was big in, and I still have a whole bunch of the like Transformer ones, and the when they, you know, trans, the McNuggets turns into a dinosaur or whatever the case is. Oh yeah. Uh, I also have a lot of old school um, memorabilia from the Broncos when they won the Super Bowl the first time. So I, you know, little things here and there. Uh, but as I grew up, I I kind of got out of it a little bit just because you know life gets in the way. But then uh, since we're telling our collector story here, my younger brother and I remember seeing a, the Nintendo Amiibo for the first time. Like, nope. You want nothing to do with them. Well, he bought me two for my birthday, and it all went downhill from there. <laughs> so I started, yeah, I started buying all those. And then I actually got to a point when I kind of had everything they had available at the time, which, you know, it is what it is. So I was like, well, I kind of got this itch. I still need to scratch. And I knew people were into Funko. The first things that got me into Funko were the Bob Burgers Pops. That's kind of the time I got into it because as as Beef Squatch is, I'm also a fan of the show. Uh, apparently not enough to have a cool nickname like Beef Squatch, but regardless, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Um, and then I really got into it. Uh, my first pop actually was Peyton Manning. And then when I got him, they went on to win the Super Bowl. So I thought that was a, a cool little uh, thing there. For those of you don't know, I'm in Denver, Colorado. So of course, I'm a Broncos fan. And I had to had to get that, got the Bob's Burgers one, and it's just ballooned from there. In fact, I, I've been thinking about it, and my favorite piece in my collection right now is actually I don't do a lot of buying one to rock one to stock I, I have inbox and out of box but this one I have inbox and out of box and the reason is um, well what it is is Tina riding the unicorn with the espresso on her espresso cup on her head oh, yeah. like I said I'm a big fan of Bob's Burgers I have a running joke with a friend of mine that we've had for way too long about unicorns so that's part of that plus I love coffee it was just meant to be so I had to buy one to rock and one to stock and it sits next to my coffee maker um, in my uh, in my kitchen. So that is my favorite piece. That's how I got into collecting. And I had no idea it would drag me all the way to San Diego a couple of weeks ago to hang out with these guys in a room with 2,000 people cheering on the CEO and, and getting 
an, an amazing an amazing haul back. It was very hard to get it all back, as I'm sure you guys can all testify to. But still, awesome story. Uh, I've had a really good time meeting everybody, and that's that's my collecting story. So, uh, with that said, I will move it to. Uh, f- by the way, Angry Nate is totally uh, not acceptable Twitter handle because I don't think I've ever seen it mad, <laughs> even though I probably should have been a couple times. I don't get mad in person often. My wife hates it. Like she'll, she's going to listen to this and she's going to have like, she's going to hear this and she's going to be like, what the hell? Um, I, I, I'm pretty reserved mostly, but you know, there's, there's times where I'll oh, just. Oh yes. Uh, but when you say, when you're angry, Nate, I expect you to like be in political rants about how bad <laughs> something is all the time, you know, but I, I tone it down. Completely tone opposite. It down. Yeah. Tone right. it down over the years. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, sir. Yeah. Anyway, please share with us. Um, so yeah, my collecting story. So, when I was growing up, my dad was a big stamp collector. He loves stamps and coins, and he's got like boxes of this stuff still kind of scattered around um, storage units somewhere, and he's still got a bit of a collection at, at his place of things that he used to collect uh, when when I was growing up. But um, wasn't huge on keeping a lot of the toys and stuff that I collected over the years when I was a kid. Uh, very similar stories to to Joey with the G1 Transformers had like a lot of GI Joes. Um, they got just played with and just kind of destroyed over the years, you know, didn't have the foresight to kind of keep it as a collection, but uh, loved it growing up. A um, lot of hockey cards, had a lot of hockey cards being Canadian, you know, you got to have, got to have the hockey card collection. It's <laughs> that like, comes with your citizenship, right? Yeah. It's like a rite of passage, <laughs> right? Like you don't have a hockey card collection. Well, we're going to have to ship you off. Yeah, you're um, right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I just like the rest of you guys. I think Funko's my biggest, uh, my biggest current collection, and I'm just love the pops. And I've got about I want to say nearing on 500 um, or wow. so. I think uh, getting pretty close to 500. Um, but my my first pop, I'll always remember this was. Uh, I was at a comic store pretty close by to my place, a place called Comic Land. Uh, it's not a huge store, but they just packed full of stuff. And this kind of goes hand in hand with one of the stories where I just, I still kick myself to this day. Mm. Um, I remember seeing they had the like, Notorious B.I.G., they had oh. Tupac, they had like Run DMC, they had like uh, the Public Enemy guys. So they had all these like just OG hip hop pops. And I was just like, they look okay. You know, they didn't look great. I looked at the Tupac and I was like, yeah, it's cool. So I just picked up the Biggie, not knowing what I was doing, took him out of box, tossed the box away. Biggie just kind of sat on my desk. You know, he <laughs> sat on my desk at work. Like, you know, I was really kind of like, I just loved it. And over the years, I'm starting to collect. I'm just like, oh my God, I saw the Simpsons pops. I, I- didn't pick those up. I seeing all these just all these OG pops that I just should have gotten in my collection, but I don't have because, you know, but yeah. So I'm sighing because I absolutely agree. <laughs> I, I remember going to Barnes and Noble like for a year, like, you know, not every day, but going every time yeah. and saying, oh, I do like those, but I don't have room for them or yep. I don't They're yeah. not worth it. And yeah. uh, I, you, we can all relate. You still have Biggie, though, right? I do. Uh, he doesn't have a box, but he is in a display case, and he's uh, he sits there. He's he's my favorite piece out of my collection for sure. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, just other other products. I love the Hikari line. I'm a big Hikari collector. Um, I really like the uh, Ron English stuff. I don't know if you guys seen that uh, during mm. Comic Con. Propaganda. Yeah, the Papaganda. fat cereal guys. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of those. So 
Um, but it all it always comes back to pops. It always comes back to Funko, and it just comes back to um, what Funko has done for us. Like, look, sure. look what we're doing. Sure, sure. That Very true. much of the collecting it is. It's it's about the friends and the family that I've met along the way. So, Amen, sir. yeah. So, it, um, I know Joey and I. This was our first fun days. How many have you been to? This was my second. This was uh, your second. I went okay. last year. Um, shout out to MC. Uh, yeah. He's he's uh, he's big on the forums, so he's able to get tickets, and I was able to go with him last year and also this year. Um, and it's kind of cool though, because like in the group that we have, it's just we knew everybody in there. Everybody kind of knew everybody. Yeah. We just yeah. never talked to everybody in person, and this was the first year we actually kind of organized and mobilized on that. But you know, it's we still knew everybody so it, it was, was like i i have to agree with you because i went in there and i was like expecting it to be a little awkward right. you know because but it never really was everyone kind of was like hey it's nice to meet you and face to face for it finally and then hey what are you doing jerk <laughs> you know like, yeah. we were kind of <laughs> just straight to jokes. Yeah, yeah i mean yeah. It, it, it didn't miss a beat it was crazy uh, but yeah. absolutely good point and good story man i'm, I'm glad you still have biggie i'm sorry you missed out on those you're not alone but, I know. Uh, I know you're on top of it now, so it hurts. It hurts. Not happening again. And finally, all the way west, quote unquote. Right, all the way across the Pacific Ocean. Just as a refresh, guys, I am Ryan, aka Asian Tony Stark. As the name implies, I am a big Iron Man Tony Stark fan. I know you guys won't be able to see in back of me, but for the three guys on the podcast, you can obviously see. I've got a lot of Stark memorabilia. As far as what started me off in collecting, if I think way back to my childhood, I think it was probably my grandma started buying me like Hot Wheels. I was also a big Ninja Turtle fan, Joey. Um, my grandma had this odd thing. She would record them for me every day. You know, I'd come home from school, spend some time at my grandma's house, and she used to call them Turtle Ninja. It's kind of, <laughs> kind, of it's kind of typical for, you know, I'm being overly asian and japanese here but we speak backwards in a lot of things so i don't know if you guys have ever seen a japanese book but it's actually flipped over so mm-hmm. you read it back to front kind of thing or well, as far as western thinking goes so hot wheels ninja turtles i was really into ghostbusters as a kid and i destroyed a lot of my toys <laughs> i used to play with them kind of similar to nate right you don't think about it like oh this is cool i want to no. play with it so yeah. funny story i also remember the the rubber heads joey of the original Ninja oh, yeah. Turtles. I had a bunch of them. I actually destroyed my Usagi Ojimbo. And I don't know if you re- you had these, Joey, but Usagi Ojimbo had his two ears kind of tied together like oh, yeah. a ponytail. I had it. Ponytail, yeah. I snapped like the it off. I snapped it off. <laughs> um, yeah. Just to give you an idea about how rough I was with my toys. And my, my parents still have my original Ghostbusters firehouse. Oh, cool. I still have it. Oh, wow. I mean, cool. it's outdoors in storage. Probably dirt all over it. For all I know, a rat could be living in it at this point. We can call him Splinter if we want. <laughs> Sorry. I got jokes. I'll be here all week. Um, as far as moving on to Funko, though. So, obviously, being a big Stark fan, when Iron Man 3 came out, it was right around this time of the year, actually, because my birthday's coming up in a few weeks. And I went over to this local collectible store, just randomly popped in. I was looking as a gift for myself, if you will, for my birthday. And I, fall- I saw the four original Iron Man pops. So, you got the... Iron Man War Machine, you had the Iron Patriot and his deep space armor, which to this day, nobody knows what happened to in the movie. But anyway, I ended up getting them for myself as a quote-unquote birthday gift. Sat them on my desk at work, and it, there it sat for a few years. And lo and behold, a few years later, a co-worker of mine 
her husband starts getting into collecting Funkle, and I had a picture of the four of them on my Facebook, and he's like, dude, did you see how much your Deep Space armor is worth? And it was like 60 bucks or something, right? And we're like, oh my god, that's like big stuff now. Fast forward to now, and I mean, yeah, I've spent way too much money on my collection. Uh, that was kind of the start for me, where I went down the rabbit hole. Been collecting now, seriously, for about three and a half years. I would say my favorite... Favorite is hard. There's a lot of sentimental tie to a lot of the pieces that I have. Like, I've, I've been to Fundies for three years now. Okay. So, some of the pieces that I got the first year are obviously very sentimental to me. My pal Cliffy and I, I've got to share that experience with him each time I've gone. So, we went nice. from just two guys randomly going, knowing nobody on our table. And I know he'll never hear this, but shout out to Al Lopez. He's a longtime collector. Um, super toy giant, I think, is his handle on the boards. We ended up sitting with him, his son, son's friends, and a couple other guys. But he really just showed us the way, you know. Gave that yeah. real fanatic spirit to us. Made us feel like we belonged. And the year after that, so, <clears throat> excuse me, last year, we were able to sit at a table with mostly friends. A couple guys from Hawaii. But this year, I mean, obviously, like we've kind of alluded to, we've, we rolled in with a gang of like 50 people. You know, and unfortunately... <laughs> We our table got separated from the rest of you guys, and we were yeah. in Luna Kuhuna with um, Dave Metran, who's also a friend of the fun cast and everything. But yeah, yeah, we were in the yellow section. You guys were in the red section, so we were over the bridge from you guys. But it was still it was an awesome time. Like Clint said, there was never really that feeling of awkwardness between anybody because, of course, some of us didn't know what the other looked like. Joey, I didn't know what you looked like. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he thought you were the short little kid who was 10 years old wearing right, a burger right. costume with a Sasquatch mask. Yeah, or, that's right. <laughs> or like Manny, for example. Because you guys don't have your pictures up on your social yeah. and I hadn't ever seen anything. I didn't know what Manny looked like until the fun cast. But it was still, it, we just picked up as if we already were friends, which we were. We just hadn't right. established that friendship in person. I got to shake one another's hand or give each other a hug, if you will. Sure. Yeah, totally I agree. It was fun. Uh, that fun days, your first one was like the techno dance theme, right? Yes. Freddie Flux. Awesome. 2017. Uh, thank you. Yes. So what popped from there is like your absolute favorite. The Flux, for sure. The, and, and did you just have one? Because there were four different ones, right? Yes. Or am were, I confused? Okay. There were four. Uh, each quadrant got one. I did not try and track yeah. down the other three. To me, yeah. it was, I liked it too. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's on the wall there. But that was the first pop they released with a black box. So when we saw it, we're like, wow, this is awesome. Okay. Right? Among it is other, awesome. Yeah. It was a good piece. That was a, was a fun year. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm very jealous. I wouldn't lie. So with all that, as you can see, we're all insane collectors, if you will. <laughs> um, we're, I, and I know we mentioned it a couple times. We're in groups that are 40, 50 people deep. So you can imagine when people are looking for something or something gets released – there's a lot of chatter behind it. So we're all over it. I'm thankful for that. But at the same time, it's overwhelming, <laughs> if you will. But uh, we're, we're in it to win it, if you can. And not necessarily in it to you know sell anything or make money doing this, but rather complete what we already started. Uh, Ryan, I have to ask, do you know how many Tony Stark slash Iron Man pieces you have? Are we talking just Funko or are we talking like anything? Because Let's go Funko for now. That's rough, I think. I have close to 20. I mean, I can't even, I should know this. I feel like this is probably like, you're going to revoke my start card for this, but I think there's <laughs> yeah, approaching, I have that authority. I think there's approaching 20 pieces that they've done of him. If you count, obviously different variants, masked, unmasked, 
Sure. There's the Freddie Stark from 2011 Fundays, which will forever elude me. There's oh. a metallic of that, you know, there's like, what, 12 of those. So I think in total, approaching 20. Okay. I have most of them except for the Freddies. Yeah, well, I understand why. Those are yeah. tough to get. So, so thank you guys for sharing. As you guys listening can tell, we're going to be talking a lot about this kind of stuff. Um, it won't always be just Funko, but Funko is definitely... Funko means family, as we've all learned here, or already yes. kind of knew. But that's what ties us together. It's what continues to tie us together. So you're going to hear a lot of that in this podcast. I'm sure you're not surprised. I'm sure you're not disappointed, so heads up. But as I mentioned, we are going to talk about a few other things, and we're going to keep it going here. This time, I want to go the other direction. I want to go e- uh, west to east, I guess we'll say. Yep. And I want to know about your favorite movie. And the reason I want to know that is just to know what kind of movies you're really into. Um, obviously, it goes beyond this, but just give me your one favorite. You can change it later if you want. I'm not going to hold you this for the rest of your life, but give me your one favorite movie you have to pick right now. So, Ryan, you start us out. I don't think there's any surprise here, guys. Iron Man, the original. It's what the original. Paved, yeah, the original. It, it's what honestly paved the way for whatever became the MCU. And if anybody really knows Robert Downey Jr.'s backstory and all the troubles that he went through in the 90s and the early 2000s, etc., he was the prime candidate. It's like more or less he was Tony Stark, right? He had his addictions. He had his demons. And he conquered them. And he did it in such a way that he was able to help other people go through that and come through it as well so not only has he become a beacon within that mcu community and on the movies entertainment and he's a great humanitarian and he's a great role model i think and i think most people can find ways to live up to partially what he's done for humanity on both ends right behind the lens and in front of the lens i I was wondering which one actually i didn't know if uh you throw me a curveball and say like something like Civil War or um, even one of the Avengers movies, but that is an excellent pick because that, that's an excellent movie. Um, did you read the comic books ever? I was a comic book fan as a kid, but I I wasn't like deep into comics. Like I'm sure some other people around our age bracket are or were. Sure, I'm not sure. into comics anymore. I know we you know we spoke about Comic Con. My main focus when I go to SCCC after now five years, it's always just Funko. Funko, Funko for the lottery. I didn't do anything else. It was just straight Funko. You have to. That's the only way you're going to get in. So yeah. that makes total sense. Yep. Well, very good, bust, sir. Basically. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. And I mean, yeah. that's the way it goes. So <sighs> moving on. Nate? Um, I feel like if I don't say Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, like <laughs> Sully's just going to pop out of my laptop and just like be like, why didn't you say that? <laughs> um, no, but my actual favorite movie would be uh, Usual Suspects. Oh, um, oh yeah. yeah, interesting. It's one of those ones where I've watched it like probably like thirty or forty times, maybe more. And honest to God, every time I watch it, I expect the ending to end differently, just because of how the twist is. And just like I know how it ends, I know like line for line <laughs> how this goes. But as it progresses, you're just like you're still kind of caught by surprise every time, just by the acting and the performances, and just like just the way the story gets told and unfolded so um it is kind of a it's a little bit of an odd pick because you know i'm a big marvel guy i'm a big comic book guy but um hands down if i had to watch one movie every day only movie i could watch the rest of my life it would be the usual suspects when did that come out the i'm thinking early 90s it was i you know what i'm just gonna quickly google this but yeah it's like it's not um it's yeah, not, it was probably late 90s i would bet 
late nineties? Ninety five. Oh, mid really? mid nineties. Okay. Yeah, mid nineties. So ninety five. Okay. Um, I don't think I watched it until like it was probably in the two thousands is probably when I picked it up. Um but yeah, it's just it's just stuck with me and it's just yeah, just one of those movies that I could watch over and over and over again. Nice. Well, there wasn't a bad answer to this. So that and that, that like it you could tell it kind of surprised us all, but at the yeah. same time, I think we all understand. So very cool. Um mine might I don't think it's going to surprise you guys, but my favorite movie of all time is Wayne's World. I nice. uh, I loved nice. I loved SNL kind of that age. I still love SNL today. But that really, you know, there's so many good quotes. It's so funny. I can go back and watch it now as I've grown up and learned more and caught more or whatever the case is. Um, luckily, there's not like any special effects. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't age poorly in that sense. <laughs> and uh, it just it still makes me laugh. In fact, at Fun Days, I ended up completely randomly trading for the Garth Pop uh, Proto. So I was very stoked for that reason alone to have that. So I'd say Wayne's World is my favorite, but like you know, like you guys love the MCU. There's so many good. There's there's so many good movies. That's why I know this is such a tough question, but um, I like to laugh. What can I say? So that's my answer. And Joey, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I think that's a, a tough uh, question to answer because I think as we go through you know, different phases in our life and stuff, I think that that kind of changes from here to there. You know, obviously, most recently, a lot of the Marvel movies, you know, would be in there. In game, obviously. Um, you know, Star Wars, Harry Potter, all those always hold a, you know, a place near and dear to me. Um, you know, during college, we had our movies. I don't know if you guys were like that. You had your movies that you'd watch with your roommates over and over again, certain stuff like our big ones in college were uh, Big Lebowski and <laughs> yes. uh, Money Talk. Money Talks is a uh, Chris Tucker and uh, yep. Charlie Sheen movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, but if I have to trace it back to just out of this whole time, I, I'm kind of thinking of like what Nate said, where, you know, the whole, you know, desert island right. uh, situation, like, you know, you're on an island and you've only got, you know, one DVD or whatever it is. And that's the only movie you can watch. I'd probably pick Shawshank Redemption. I'd probably say that would be my top one. Uh, it's one of those that like if it comes on TNT or whatever it is and it's it's 30 minutes in or it's an hour and 30 minutes in, I can always, you know tune into it and catch up to whatever's going on. And um, also during uh, high school, we had a class that we took where it was either sociology or psychology. And uh, we watched different movies and analyzed them, you know, as it pertains to different uh, topics in those studies. And that was one of my favorite ones that we ever uh, looked at and analyzed. So it's, it's got a lot of sentimental meaning you know, outside of just rewatchability, but yeah, I would probably say Shawshank Redemption, well acted, well written. Uh, everything yeah. about that movie. I don't think, I don't think anybody would argue with you on that. And if they did, they've never seen it. So good, good call. Very, uh, not what I was expecting either, but, uh, very interesting to say the least. Actually, all four, all four of us have very different picks. I was surprised about, well, except Ryan, we yeah. kind of know where his, was Sorry. Going, but the rest <laughs> of you guys, Hey, you know what? You're true to your brand. What can I say? Yep. Um, so one thing about this podcast, guys, is, is we don't want to keep this going on forever. And as you can see, we can talk uh, and learn and, and really enjoy it. So these next three, we're kind of going to do speed round style, okay? Sure. So just give me the answer. If you want to add a quick tidbit, please do. But otherwise, spit it out. So right now, I want to know your favorite television show. Okay, I want to know two. I want to know your favorite television show of all time. And I want to know your favorite television show that's on now. And I'm going to start with Nate on this one. And go. Okay. And we'll go uh, east to west again. Okay. Uh, favorite television show of all time, I would have to say, 
Probably G.I. Joe, the cartoons. And currently, for me, uh, love The Boys. Just finished The Boys. And, oh, uh, nice. Love it. Yeah. I have not seen it yet, but I've heard amazing. I have not heard a bad thing about it, so I look forward to seeing it. Uh, my turn, my favorite cart or my favorite, my favorite show of all time. It has to go to The Simpsons. I know it's still on, and I, I, I don't remember the last time I sat down and watched it, but it's still funny, and it was really funny back then, especially like seasons three through nine ish, if you will. So I'd say that's my favorite of all time. But my favorite currently has to be Bob's Burgers. Uh, apparently, I like animation a lot, and I just think it's so funny. They've done, they've kept it consistent. Um, the characters are the best part of it. It doesn't even have to be a cartoon necessarily, but that's mine. Uh, Joey, your turn. Uh, favorite all time, uh, probably uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, I'm gonna go with that. That's good. Choice. And uh, currently, I'm gonna copy off of you. I'm off to uh, have to also say uh, Bob's Burgers. Just again, I, I think the, the writing on it's great, <laughs> and uh, also it's it's kind of like that show that me and my son like to watch together um, all the time. So th- Bob's Burgers right now. I, I I'd fault you for it, but I can't. I think I more copied you than you copied me. But anyway, <laughs> Ryan, your turn. All right. If I had to go with all time favorite. I'd have to say Friends. Just such a great show. You know, I grew up in the 90s. I graduated in 2000. So for me, that was part of high school. I'm always going to have a lot of great memories there. But as far as my current show, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm not a big big Netflix guy. Believe it or not, I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Don't shoot You're me. You're on the same, same, same boat. You know? so I, I'm I, with you. I don't Three understand guys the hype there. Seen Game of Thrones. Um, the only thing I really watch religiously and I look forward to is actually Law & Order SVU, believe it or not. I've followed that show for like the last, <laughs> I think, 11, 11 years. I started watching it with an ex of mine. I had moved to Vegas back in 2008. And I got into the show, got into, obviously, the characters. And you get vested in it, right? You want to see what's going to happen with Olivia. Now she's really the only one from the original cast that's still around. So I'd have to go with SVU. Sorry. Kind of Ryan, I thought you answer. graduated in the 90s. I thought you graduated 2000, not like uh, 1990s or 1969. Jeez, watching SVU over here. <laughs> also, man. Well, do you want me to say I, Dragnet? I could say Dragnet. <laughs> or Get Smart. I, I don't know something. which one's better to be honest. Ooh. Get Smart. Not that I don't like those shows. I just didn't expect it to be your all-time favorite. Yeah. But very good. Excuse me, favorites now. I apologize. So, oh, oh, very good. Let's do the same thing for video games. So favorite all-time favorite currently and i don't know how much you guys play video games so this will be interesting to me um you know what i'll start this time i'm a big uh nintendo guy i i've always been a big nintendo guy i think my favorite of all time has to be the game that came with the super nintendo the super mario world it's a game i've gone back and played numerous times that i've actually gone through and like played all the way through and did everything you possibly could all from memory so that's my all-time favorite i'm struggling with the question of what my favorite is right now I don't get a lot of time. I have a two-year-old daughter. Uh, between that and work, I just tired and don't get a lot of time to play. But I do stream every Tuesday night at Clint Streaming. You can see my schedule. I've been playing a lot of Switch lately. Um, you know what game I really like uh, that I just kind of went through was Super Mario Odyssey. I finally got all the way through that. Fun game, very detailed, lots to do. You can make what you want out of it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give that answer, but I have a feeling that would change like if we answered this question tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that's my answer. Um, let's kind of skip around a little bit. Ryan, you give your answer next. I'm going to side with you. Favorite game would definitely be Super Mario World. Lots of good memories, and like you, whenever I play it, I still got my SNES, my mini, back here somewhere that I uh, connect from play. time to time. But I like to try and play by memory, see if you can get to all the Rainbow Road jumps. 
without having to look on Google and, okay, how did I do that again? You know, <laughs> or another good one, I'm, I'm going to divert a little bit here. Another good one is the original Legend of Zelda and trying to remember all the different places where you got the hidden coins, right? It's a, it's a secret to everybody. I love that too. Currently, I'm a big FPS guy, so I play a lot of Call of Duty. I'm on, um, what are we on now? Black Ops 4. I like to take out my frustrations and peg people in the head. You know, it's a good way to do it. Yeah. But of course, just on the video game, not violent. Yeah, not... yeah just, well, just. Right, right. Yeah. Disclaimer. But I thought they caused violence. I'm kidding. We're not oh, getting We're not going to go there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Moving Julie, on. Julie, how about you? Uh, I'd say favorite all time um, would probably be Marvel versus Capcom 3. Nice. Uh, that was a big arcade uh, game in. Uh, probably late 90s, early 2000s. Y'all have right. to double check me when it first came out. And of course, there was a few iterations before that. But in college, it was like a big thing. Like they had a little arcade uh, place uh, near the college I went to. And so we even had like tournaments and stuff like that, playing it. And uh, eventually they made it on the console. Like I still have a Sega Dreamcast. And that's one of the games I have with the Sega Dreamcast is Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Uh, currently, probably the Borderlands series um borderlands 2 my son and i just did another replay between borderlands 2 and the borderlands 3 that's coming out uh, in september and uh we've got that pre-ordered had had that pre-ordered since like april or may so that'll probably take the the new number one spot once it releases oh man i'm jealous i miss arcades i wish that's something that was more popular to come back i know there's pockets and niches and stuff like that but oh good call good call nate how about you man uh, all-time favorite, I'd have to say, would be uh, GTA San Andreas. I am a huge fan of the GTA series. I love the open world and just being able to just kind of do whatever you want, really, um, and just mess around in this giant city. And the GTA games, really, just all of them are... are I'll play them religiously once they come out. Um, currently, I have have an xbox i've got a ps4 but i've been playing a lot of mobile games lately um it's kind of partially because of work i work in uh work in video games work in mobile games um so just dabbing in, in different mobile games mostly um but plug shameless plug uh marvel contest of champions <laughs> uh it's a fighting game uh it's on mobile it's great it's honestly it's so great we release new characters all the time and uh it's a lot of fun so you guys should check that out i like the shameless plug especially yeah. i did it earlier so good yeah. call um san andreas is the third one uh san andreas was oh just to somewhere get... in there yeah just somewhere in there like okay. it was before it was before like the next gen consoles like before like 360 and stuff it was like sure. it's uh the ps2 and okay. um yeah yeah the only reason I'm thinking about it is the the time frame of it. That's the only reason I'm I'm even thinking about which one it is. It, okay, it blends because they take so long in development, right? They're like, yeah, we're gonna release GTA Five, and it's like four years from now, and you're just like, okay, and yeah. So the the timing kind of blends, but yeah. well, but I mean, that do you want a game out fast or you don't want it done right? Right, that's a good point. That's anyway, good point. very excellent. All right, next category. Let's do uh, let's do music. So this time, I want to know your favorite. Artists currently, this you know, this can change obviously. I don't know the best concert you've ever gone to. All right, so Nate, why don't you start us out this time, and then we'll uh, we'll go east to west. So Ryan, Joey, then myself. Okay, uh, favorite artist currently. I'm a huge hip hop fan. 
uh, future would be my, <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> future would be my current uh, favorite artist and best concert I've ever been to. Uh, Kanye West. Uh, this was during his graduation album. Um, so before he kind of you know went a little bit off the deep end, um, he put on put on a great show. A lot of energy. This was like back in the day when. Rihanna, believe it or not, was an opening act for Kanye. Wow. So you see how big Rihanna is nowadays. Right. It's kind of her stardom. But this was when she was first starting out. So that just kind of gives you an idea of how long that was ago. But um, yeah, that would be my, my favorite concert of all time. Did you get there in time to see all of Rihanna? I did. Yeah. And I, she had like one song that was like kind of popular at the time. And mm-hmm. nobody else knew any of the other songs. And, you know, people had a good time, though. That was probably but Ponder was, Replay. Was, I think that was her le- yeah, first, yeah, first yeah. hit, right? Sorry, yeah. pulling back to my past life here. Yeah, hey, good for you, man. Yeah. I had no idea. I was going to say umbrella. I knew that was wrong. No, but I was going to say definitely it. So way you're right. Umbrella. Right, that's my point. <laughs> so right on. Good, good answer, sir. Ryan, how about you? I'm gonna pull the cliche card here again, guys. Uh, just because not only because he's a Hawaii boy, but Bruno Mars, Peter Hernandez oh. is actually his real name. You know, he's an artist. Hands down, he's broken the mold. He does things his way. His music is very unique, and it's also very infectious, but he's also a very positive person. So, you know, shout out to him. Totally agree. Good guy. Been through a lot. I mean, he's he's had music in his blood since he was a little kid. He actually, he portrayed Elvis. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but he portrayed Elvis as a child in some movie. I can't remember what it was, but his family is, he's basically from a music background, period. So it's in his blood. As far as what was the second part of the question? I'm sorry. Uh, your favorite concert. You're okay. Okay. Favorite concert. This may surprise you guys too. Earth, Wind, and Fire. They had a concert. It was Earth, Wind, and Fire and Chicago together. It was an awesome concert. Oh, wait, Earth. What do you What do you mean together? So it was like they were co-acts, if you will. It's not like one was so with Bruno Mars. No, 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 no. So Earth, Wind, and Fire in Chicago. Oh, the band Chicago. I yes. think it's in Chicago. No. I'm sorry. Please sorry. continue. Yeah. So they had a joint concert. The both of them performed separately, but at the end they would come out and they would do all their biggest hits together. So you would have Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Chicago doing 25 or 6 to 4 and September. Wow. Hands down, like you know, it's like giving me chicken skin is what we call it in Hawaii. I think other people call it goosebumps, but yeah, it was. We get it. Yep. It was an incredible, incredible concert to see. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Right on. Good answer. How about you, Joe? Uh, I'd say favorite artist um, currently is probably Black Keys. Um, just enjoy that kind of style of music uh, right sure. now. What I'm listening to, if I'm going to turn on something in the car on the way to work, uh, that's what I'm going to put on. Uh, but I really have a pretty uh, music taste. I mean, I listen to anything uh any kind of musical genre uh, genre i'm not really that picky uh, as far as uh concerts i have not actually been to a lot of concerts i think i've maybe been to um five if you i don't know if you count jazz fest as a concert because it's more of a um venue it's a concert. Multiple you, paid, artists. you paid money yeah. to go out to an outside place to listen to music it's a concert yeah but i've, I've seen garth brooks three times in concert so i'm gonna go with with garth brooks for sure since i've seen him three times now is there a specific show of his you liked more than the other two i would say 
he recently started touring again after being off for like for like 20 15 years, years in the United yeah. States. Right. Yeah, it was something crazy. So I saw him kind of back to back almost. Like I saw him in New Orleans uh, and I saw him in Shreveport, uh, pretty close to each other. I'd say maybe within a year of each other. But okay. the first time I went to him was in uh, 98, my senior year in high school. And uh, that was extraordinary just because he's gotten a little bit older now. So he can't. I mean, the guy's a nut when it comes to performing. I mean, he's all over the stage. He's jumping on stuff. He's throwing stuff in the audience. He's yelling. He's screaming. He's jumping around. He's hooting and hollering the whole nine yards. And and that kind of took a, I don't want to say a nosedive, because he was still like that here recently. But you could tell the age is kind of caught up on oh, him. So definitely that well, one yeah. was probably totally. the more high energy one of the three. That's awesome. I, I've only heard good things about. First of all, all you guys, all your performers, I've only heard good things about. Um, but I've, I've I've heard good things about Garth for sure. Oh, so he mine, Oh, I, I'm not good. You probably paid a lot to see him, so it makes sense that he would. My favorite band of all time is the Foo Fighters. I'm a huge Dave Grohl fan. I love to rock and roll. What can I say? The long hair has got to be head banged when it can, so that's what it comes into play. <laughs> but. Um, Favorite concert of all time. I've been now. See, I, I I have the opposite problem of Joey in the sense that I've gone to a lot. In fact, like I went to Billy Joel last Thursday, and he put on a phenomenal show. It was crazy. He was singing uh, "River of Dreams," and he busts into "Take It Easy" by the Eagles, and then goes back to "River of Dreams." So, uh, you know, wow. it just it, there's so many cool things like that. Um, I'm trying to think of something because Ryan's absolutely right when he talks about like, that collaboration or the things you do together. Um, you know, I'm going to spit this one out. We went and saw Snow Patrol. My wife and I, it's like the one concert we'll go to together no matter what. Um, and we went to, we've seen them together like three or four times. I think it was the third time we saw him. Ed Sheeran opened for him. Nice. And, you know, wow. before anybody even knew his name. And he did an awesome job. His music was a little bit different because literally it was just him on stage. So it was like a loop pedal and a lot of, you know, machinery behind him. But then uh, during the show, he came and sang with them. And that's just some of the coolest stuff to see. So I have to definitely say... Um, that at least is one of the best. I could probably name a few more, but I'm going to go with that as my answer. So those are all answer. excellent answers. Good answer. Yeah. Well, not only that, those are very different answers we all had. Um, yeah. <laughs> like we, we covered that gamut. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad Joe's here to, to country us up a little bit, if you will. Just and, uh, a little bit. That's okay. That, that's a good thing. You right. know? So, um, I, anyway, Good job on the speedrun, guys. I'm glad we did that kind of quickly because we're, we're, we're approaching over 45 minutes here. But the thing to know here is that we are completely different in backgrounds. We're completely different in locations. We're completely different in our upbringing. Yeah, we have things similar. We have things separate. And that's really going to come into play, I think, as we talk more about whatever the topic is at the time of this podcast. So I hope I, I'm very ex- I'm even more excited now after that kind of kind of speed round. So uh, looking forward to that. One couple things about our podcast I want to share while we're doing this. So first of all, I date all of you. You all passed the first date. I look forward to our second date. Nice. But um, you know, <laughs> awesome. there's a couple other things we're going to do. We're going to do, of course, do gen, uh, general conversation about pop culture, some of the things going on. That could entail anything. Um, I know tonight while we're recording this, we're recording this on Sunday, August 11th. Um, I think tonight is WrestleMania, or excuse me, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yes, it is, yes. And I don't know if any of us have been big into wrestling, but that's just an example of something we could be talking about. Um, I'm not a big wrestling fan, but I just not be any particular reason i'm just not it's funny you brought uh, that up I, because i was thinking that myself that you know this is right in the prime time when SummerSlam is and i used to be a wrestling fan i still watch monday night raw I'll be honest i'll dvr it but i don't oh, watch, nice. i don't turn, tune into the pay-per-views or anything but i do still enjoy wrestling it's something that my dad got me into when i was like eight and i still enjoy and it. you know 
same thing. I still I still follow it because I like I mentioned I have friends and I have uh, my dad was into it, so it's fun to fun to keep up with it. Yep. There's a lot I don't know. I'm like I don't recognize that name, but at the same time, it's still wrestling. I love that the women are like kicking ass these mm-hmm. days, so I'm all I'm all for it. But um, that, anyway, just an example of something that isn't necessarily a general topic or a, a specific topic, but more of a general topic that we could talk about. And we will, I'm sure we'll, there'll be, you know, TV show releases or movies or, um, cons that we've ta- come to or that we want to talk about different collectors. You know, I'm a tiny ghost collector myself. I know that came up earlier. So everything like that, we want to leave it open and we, you know, again, interact with us. If you're listening to this on all our Twitter, Instagram, email, whatever, if there's something you want to hear about, some our hair thoughts about, maybe you want us to investigate, you know how to get a hold of us. Bosley says hello, by the way. You can hear him in the speaker there. Um, another thing we're going to do, and I really like podcasts that do this, and I do this on my own podcast, shameless plug again, the Clint Podcast on SoundCloud. Make sure to listen to it if you get a chance. Um, games. I think that's something we can really take advantage of when there's four of us here. How we're going to do that, I'm not sure, but it'll be exciting. I don't know if you guys do listen to the Funko Funcast. Shout out to them, as we've mentioned them before. But they usually play a game, and they're very entertaining, especially with some of the answers, especially Dima gives. Yes. gives. I'm a big yeah. demon, by the way, so I'm, I'm all about it. So something to think about there. And then we're definitely going to be just talking about um, anything and everything else that doesn't even necessarily have to be pop culture. There's a major event going on that we want to talk about. It's our podcast. We're going to talk about it. So, uh, again, we're open to any... Um, any any recommendations or suggestions, please let us know. But that's kind of the spiel I think we're going to do for this podcast. Gentlemen, what would you like to add to that? I don't have anything at this time. I'll kick it over to the other two. That's okay. That means I did my job well. Yep. <laughs> any ideas, guys? No, I think this is good. Like this was uh, there was a lot to cover today. I know we had a we had a pretty big agenda and we kind of ripped through it. Um, I just double checked. So our email actually is dorksman at gmail.com ah, so my apologies i had to oh. double check uh our twitter and instagram are the underscore dorksman uh on twitter and instagram but our gmail is just dorksman at gmail.com thank so. you for double checking I, I i would believe you if you told me anything so i'm glad you're on top of that thank you but yes as nate gave you please follow those please interact with those let us know anything i mean if you want to say hey you guys suck at least we'll respond to it on here and laugh at you when we get to the chance so um <laughs> don't hesitate to do anything like that so um as i think i think it was joey who mentioned this all started with a pineapple theme and um one thing i didn't ask you guys and i i think i know the answer for all three of you but what is your view on pineapple on pizza? And I'm going to start with Ryan this time. No surprise here, yes. Um, well, <laughs> here, here's the odd thing, guys. So obviously, you guys met my pal Cliffy over at Fun Days. He's born and raised here as well. He okay. despises it. But me, I love it. I don't see the problem. It's salty. It's sweet, right? You got pineapple, sweet. You got your ham or your Canadian bacon, whatever people want to do on it. Sorry, I know it's not really Canadian, Nate. <laughs> it's fine you know it is what it is, but you got that nice balance of flavor there so i have no po- no opposition to it i like it i eat it often would you uh, let me ask you guys and i'll let you all answer this would you eat the pizza if it was just pizza with pineapple no canadian bacon no anything else on it yes are we we're yeah. talking like cheese too right we're not just talking like right tomato. regular pizza. Okay. yes yes yeah, yeah. I just would. tomato sauce and pineapple just in a bowl <laughs> like, uh, like cereal I just think... like dice up some pineapple <laughs> Pour on oh. some tomato sauce and just spoon. I think I'd still yeah, be there, I'd, guys. I'd still I think I'd still, I'd still do, do it. it. You still do it, yeah. Joey? Would I still eat it without? I don't know if I'd eat it without, like, either 
ham or Canadian bacon or pepperoni or something on it. But yes, I'm definitely pro uh, pineapple on pizza. Team pineapple pizza all the way. It's it's pretty good. I even uh, got uh, got one the other day and and got my kids to see if they would love it, and and they both did too. So they're they're also on team pineapple pizza. Nice. They're, 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 they must be your kids. By the way, Joe, I do how much I do like how much you do stuff with your kids, uh, especially the collecting. I uh, I hope to do that with my little girl. I have her own. Uh, collection already but i love it they're good for you guys and nate it sounds like you're all about it too yep no love pineapple on pizza it's so you would you would just do the pineapple on pizza you'd be okay with that? I, I i would be okay with that it's, okay pineapple goes with everything pretty much i haven't found a combination with pineapple doesn't work with what about pineapple and chocolate i think, I think that would work. work yeah because that's salty yeah sounds good yeah so I have to admit, I, first of all, these guys have been doing a lot of the hard work behind the scenes. I'm just kind of here looking pretty, I guess. But I am actually not a pineapple fan, and not just not on pizza, like in general. And I think it's because of how sweet it is. Like I like sweet, but I don't like like too sweet, and that's my issue. Now, let me put it like this: if we're at a party and there's only pineapple on pizza, I'd probably still eat it. I wouldn't argue with it, but it wouldn't be my first choice. So. Um, I hope I get to stick around because I enjoy this. But if not, I completely understand. <laughs> so the four dorksmen just become the three. We, yeah, three uh, dorksmen and some dude. And, or whatever you want to do. Clint, and just Clint with the hair. So <laughs> That's right. I have a question for you guys now. Speaking of you know weird things on pizza and just weird foods in general. I come from the land where we call it the Hawaiian steak. So how do you guys feel about spam? Because I know it, it runs the gamut. Some people will eat it because we love it here in Hawaii. But other people around the the world, they're like, ooh. So. It's one of those things when I was younger that I would eat that Vienna sausages, you know, just these random kind of less expensive foods. Because that's what was always in the pantry at home. Uh, but, you know, they had that at uh, Fun Days. There was some kind of uh, dish that had Spam on it. Ron, you could probably tell everybody what that was yeah, called, it's called exactly. spam musubi. it's kind of like um it's kind of like sushi if you will but yeah it's spam and sushi rice if you will like and i walked like... just right on past it i didn't even <laughs> give it a second look i said all no, right we know what joey's answer is so. then yeah. <laughs> um i i love spam um i grew up eating it and i still enjoy it to this day um i like it's just so nice and simple spam on rice it just it's it's comfort food um, for me, and um, I do like putting spam on instant noodles as well. So if you do like the instant noodles, put some put some spam on it as as your protein. I I enjoy that. It gets a little bit salty, full disclosure, because I mean instant noodles by itself is already quite quite heavy in the uh, salt content, and then you add on the spam, it gets a little bit extra. But it's good. Here's a little a pointer try. for you, Nate. Here's a little pointer as yeah. far as making it with the instant noodles. You don't put the whole seasoning packet in if you're gonna do spam. That's, that's a good where point. a lot. That's where a lot of the stuff right. comes from, right? Right. Yeah. right. Look at it, we're all learning. I love it. <laughs> so hey, man, I have cultures. to admit, I I I actually ate that at Fun Days. I didn't know what it was to be honest. I was like, well, I'll try it, and it tasted good. I I think I had two of them if I remember right. But um, spam's just never something I've had a lot of, so I'm not gonna say I don't like it. I just haven't had much much of it to have an opinion. But now. After this discussion, that might have to change because now I want to try it, especially with the instant noodles things. I think that'd be a cool just kind of whip it up for lunch kind of thing while at home or something and be yeah. good to go. So, all right. Well, that's a good question. I'm glad I'm glad you guys like it where they're there. I'm thinking of the Weird Al song every time it comes on, you know, spam in the place where you live, have some more, et cetera. But anyway, 
So, um, all right, well, let's wrap this up. One thing we're going to do at the end of this is we, since we are all about the pineapple, apparently, is we're going to share a, a pineapple something. And I believe Nate has that for us this time. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just bring that up real quick. Um, oh, my God. Where is this list? Joey sent this list out, and now I can't find it. Oh, here it is. All right. So, um, pineapple fact. So, did you know that though the pineapple today is available worldwide, it actually originated in a place between today's Paraguay and Brazil? This means this fruit is indigenous to South America. That I did not know. I did not know that either. I just assumed it was a Hawaiian thing. Yep. <laughs> that, yep. That's, yep. Boo on me. Yeah. Interesting. Although, although I did like Joey's original uh, original fact that we, we joked around with going with, uh, where he was <laughs> like, did you know that the pineapple is neither pine or apple? So, shout out to Joey on that one. That yeah, exactly. I, I don't know if you guys ever watched Linda Richstad on SNL, is played by Mike Myers, but that's always what she did. She'd always get verklempt and have to, have, you know, on her show, have you talk amongst yourselves, and she did things like that. The one that sticks out to me is, Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Discuss. <laughs> Talk amongst you know, yourselves. Yeah, exactly. Pine or apple. Exactly the same thing. Very good. Well, guys, this has been fun. Everyone listening, thank you. Obviously, we're going to keep doing this because I think we had a good time. And uh, please listen up for more as we get more and more into this. So, gentlemen, would you like to do a sign-off? I don't think we should do them all at the same time because I actually want to hear what you guys have to say. So let's do this east to west. So Ryan starts out. Okay. I'm going to pull from Tony here. Please, no gang signs. <laughs> Love it. Nate? I've, I've got nothing this week. I'll think of something this, for next week. All right. Well, yeah. I always end my streams and mine with word homies and with a gang sign of peace. So <laughs> throw that in there. And Joey, you got one? I'm just going to go with this is me now. This is me now. I love it, guys. Like well, it. thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll check you next time. <laughs>